David? Carl? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. And good morning to all you lovely listeners at home, and welcome back to yet another episode of the coolest, hippest, stinkiest podcast around that we call David. That's right, that's right. Appreciate the melody. How is it going? Pretty good, Connor. Pretty good. You know, the, the semester's underway for me, finally. Right. Um, trying to, you know, get into the whole school thing, you know. Um, I, I know, I know a, a special someone on the podcast is celebrating a birthday, and it's not me. Well, that's has true. recently celebrated a birthday. Yeah, very recently. Me. In the past couple of days. Um, it's so exciting. I wonder who it could be. Yeah, yeah. Um, exciting stuff. Well, since we can't... It was Connor's birthday. Oh, I was going gonna, gonna to keep playing up the bit. <laughs> being like, well, since we didn't have any leads. But anyways, yeah. No, I'm old now. I'm 21, which is disgusting. Uh, it's crazy Yikes, to think. Bro. It's crazy to think that we started this podcast when I had like, as minors. Seventeen, I know. yeah. We were both. You were. You were sixteen. I was seventeen. Well, that's sixteen. Yeah, it was in April of twenty. Huh. Wait, hang on, let me think a second. Because uh, it's eighteen, twenty, twenty, twenty-one would be, would have been nineteen, twenty, twenty-two would have been. Tw- yeah, it would have. Yes, absolutely. You were se- You were sixteen. I was seventeen. I was going on. I was going on eighteen that year because we started in April of twenty twenty. That's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It really makes me want to uh, to get the powers of a famous basketball player and rise up the rise up the ranks of my high school basketball team. That would be a fun story. I wish it was a movie. That's true. I I think I would personally choose Kevin Durant as my basketball star. Though, really? Kevin Durant? That's what I'm thinking, at the very least. Uh, what after, about Michael Jordan or, after or all, King James? I'm thinking I would pick Kevin Durant because I feel as though if Kevin Durant, if I were to take Kevin Durant's powers, then when he got really bad at basketball, they'd say Kevin Durant. Ooh. Yeah. Kevin Durant. I bet you're. I bet you're pretty flabbergasted by that wordplay. That's the kind of quality you get from the movie <laughs> Thunderstruck. <laughs> right. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's dive right into it. So, <laughs> this is probably it's weird because we've done a lot of obscure movies, but I feel as though this or Frankenfish takes the title of probably the most irrelevant film we've ever done. But uh, I do feel there's some significance, and since it was your pick, David, I will let you explain why you decided to pick this film over like in a film that someone's actually heard of. So please tell us why you picked <laughs> Thunderstruck. Yeah, so originally I was thinking about doing another movie, um, Underdog. We might do it later on. Um, it's entirely possible. Yeah, but the thing was that um, one day Connor and I were talking, and um, you know we we watched like we're talking about LeBron James. You That's know, literally all we talk about outside the podcast is just LeBron James. <laughs> uh, just LeBron the Rock. James. <laughs> right, right, and and we're thinking. Are there any other like NBA superstars that did movies and stumbled upon uh, Shaquille O'Neal's 
filmography. Which we're going to get to soon. uh, Which we will get to, obviously. We have to. Um, And we, and we know, and Connor pointed out um, that Shaquille O'Neal is in Thunderstruck. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot this movie existed. Uh, You knew? I'm changing my mind. You knew it existed? You'd heard of this? I've heard of Thunderstruck. What? You actually knew this movie existed? Yeah. I, I did not. I literally had no idea Kevin Durant was in a movie called Thunderstruck. That was literally the plot of Like Mike. <laughs> like, I never heard of this once. Where have you heard of it from? I, I, I don't remember where exactly I, I heard of it, but, like, I, I remember hearing it about it in passing, I think. That's wild um, to me. That is wild. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, that's kind of the story behind it. Um, we watched it. Was it what I expected it to be? Absolutely. Um, it, it did not surprise me or subvert my expectations in any way. Um, is that a bad thing? No, I don't think that is. It's, uh, it's good old family fun. Uh, now, before I talk about my opinions on the movie, uh, Connor, what were your thoughts when uh, I decided to change my mind to watching Thunderstruck? Because I feel like up until like we were about to watch it, you were like still even questioning if we were going to do the movie. Yeah. Uh, so first and foremost, before we even get into this, I want to give you, I want to set the stage. This movie's had a budget of $7 million, which is a lot. But I imagine it's probably went into paying the celebrities and stuff, the basketball players. It made $587,211, which is very funny to me. It didn't even break, it, it did not break a million dollars. If you saw this in theaters, you can subtract the amount that you spent on a ticket and know how much it would have made if you hadn't seen it. That is how little it made. <laughs> you can actually deduce that. Anyways, I just wanted to share that fact. Anywho, um, yeah, I was kind of, well, because the thing is, is I like I said, I had never heard of this film. I didn't know this existed at all. And I think the kind of thesis of the show is that we always picked stuff that's been, like, you know, lost to time. So I was like, oh, man, does anybody actually remember this? And the fact that someone does, I guess that does justify making it, or doing it. So I wasn't 100% sure if we were actually going to do it. So, yeah, I didn't know. And uh, coming out of this film, I'm not going to lie, uh, this is probably the most the most movie film I've ever seen. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, pretty... it's, it's, it's a kind of, it's a funny movie. It's actually very, very entertaining. I think of all the movies that we watched that are like enjoyably bad, this is on the higher end actually. And it is because 100% of this film is the most generic thing I've ever seen. Like there is not a single thing in this movie that they do that has not been done in at least a million other films. (laughs) Like, I'm actually impressed. It's almost more impressive to me that they did everything by the books than it would have been if they had done some things not by the books. It is completely generic, and it is very entertaining for that reason. Um, There are a couple things that I guess make it stand out, but only in the sense that, like, the things don't the, the the world doesn't make sense because it is so generic which is hilarious to me it's so good um but did, what did you think of this one did you think this was a masterpiece a uh, a thunderstruckster piece if you will absolutely um yes yeah, so, i mean like it's 
pretty, pretty, pretty standard, um, you know, uh, premise to, to the film, you know, uh, kid takes talents of said superstar athlete, you know, happens a bunch of times in a million other movies. And of course it's like, Um, he has dreams of being an awesome basketball star, like his idol, Kevin Durant. And he's all you right. Know, well, I don't know. Like, does he? Does he? Like, I feel like he's just. No, like he a, does. Remember, he has like a normal... and stuff, and he's like, you know, his dad takes him well, to the I mean, Thunder I, game. He and idolizes up. Kevin Durant. Yeah, but, like, I don't. I don't think he has dreams of becoming a superstar. Well, he played basketball. He recorded videos and stuff, so he clearly liked playing basketball, even though he sucked at it. I guess. It's one of those things where it's like, if he has a basketball dream, and if he has a Kevin Durant idolizing thing, I imagine you put two and two together, you know? He wants to be like Kevin. Yeah. Not like Mike, like Kevin. Like Kevin. You know, I think this maybe like a, like a modern interpretation of like, of like Mike. It's the same movie. Um, like, the only difference is that like Mike gets his superpowers from Michael Jordan's shoes. Like, that's the only right. thing that makes it different. But yes, it's the same movie. <laughs> um, that's another thing I kind of love about this movie is like not only is it like the most generic thing ever, it's extremely transparent about what it is. It's Kevin Durant going, "I want to be in a movie where some kid wants to be me." Like it's you know it's like the for the kids, <laughs> I'm an inspiration kind of thing. I am I am not like I'm trying to look and see if Kevin Durant produced this. I can't really tell, but I guarantee you this was Kevin Durant's idea. And he just wanted to make a movie where he could be a basketball player. So, like, they literally wrote up the most generic thing they could get. Like, the easiest plot they could make so that they could make this movie happen. Um, Yeah. So, like, I guess thinking about... I I don't know. I don't know, like, how much you know about, like, Kevin Durant, like, as a basketball player. But at, at the time of his career, when this movie came out, I would say like, like the peak of his likability, because um, like, two years later, two three years later, he uh, goes to the Golden State Warriors, play with like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, um, and becomes like the most despised player in the NBA. Um, and at this time, like 2014, this movie came out, um, like he was like known for being like really loyal and staying with his team got this point he's been with his team like his entire career um and you know he's been really good to the community of like oklahoma city um he like he gives back a lot um it's like he was was a really likable um basketball player so i i think like watching this movie you can tell they really lean into that um and just like his contributions to the community of Oklahoma City in the like Santa area a bit. Um, I think it's kind of neat. Um, it kind of just like encapsulates the time period a little bit. Because like, if you were to make um, this movie today, I don't, I don't think. I, I don't know. I feel. Like, I mean, to, to say it'd be like less popular, it, it's kind of weird to say because like it's not like this movie was very popular. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like it wouldn't be an accurate representation of like who Kevin Durant is. I feel like in this movie he's like he's seen as like a really like this really sweet guy who's like always looking out for you know other people. 
right? Um, so yeah, I don't know, like hearing that kind of like, like how does that like kind of change your perspective on the movie? If, if it doesn't at all, I mean like, that's okay, but like, I don't know. Like, does that change anything for you? Uh, I appreciate the history lesson. It was very insightful. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think you kind of get that from this movie. You you kind of understand that, which I now that you explain that, I do kind of appreciate that the movie does kind of portray him as like the 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 the, Kansas, the, the Oklahoma City darling kind of thing, and everybody knows him and loves him there. Um, and like you get that, like they, they understand that they treat him like he's you know this great idolized player, but they're not like I don't see uh, people being like you're the goat, you're the greatest of all time, you know. It's just everybody in the local area yeah. kind of just liking him because he's on the team and they know he's really good and he makes the team better, which is cool. And I, I do respect that. And, like, there's there's vibes that I get. Like, I also love that, like, everyone in the, t- in the school is obsessed with him. Like, there are big basketball stars that I imagine could be go to a public high school and only the big basketball fans would be hype on him, you know? Like, I don't... Yeah. Obviously not LeBron. Everybody knows who LeBron is. But, like, if you're thinking... If you're talking, <laughs> like, a... Uh, if you're talking like a, a you know really really good but lesser basketball player showing up to like a uh, to show, let, let's say Jason Tatum why not he's pretty big but I wouldn't call him like a national icon you might have seen him on a bag right. of chips but it's kind of all you got um, so like if he showed up to like a school in like Denver I think like you'd get like you'd get a similar response to what happened here where like actually kind of I wouldn't say similar but you get like people who are basketball fans interested, but you wouldn't get the the actual base of the school interested, you know. But like, you he shows up in a Boston school, everybody's there, you know. Everybody and their grandma shows up, so that's kind of the vibe I got with this. Like, I feel like uh, I feel like Kevin Durant. Like, yes, he's a kind of he's definitely a national icon, but I like the idea that they kind of portray him as this like Oklahoma City treasure, and everyone knows him and everyone loves him. Um, that's probably the biggest compliment you're going to get out of me today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. It is interesting. Um, I want to share this opinion. I think this movie is very goofy. <laughs> uh, that's not a very insightful thing, but I do want to kind of go a little bit into the events of this movie a little because I want to share with the audience what exactly makes this movie so special. And you're going to be listening, and you're going to be going, what makes this special? And then you'll realize that you saying that is the reason it's special. So, uh, the boy, he dreams of being a basketball player. He does, He has, like, the, the goofy, terribly bad at basketball mentality. He, like, you know, can't make a basket. His sister records videos of it and being like, what a loser, you know? Um, and <laughs> then he goes to, like, talk to the new girl in school, which, by the way, is the girl from another city and she's the new girl, and she's really hot, and everybody's interested in her, including the bully guy. And she, he goes to try to talk to this girl at school, and then the bully turns on the TV in the in the because there's, of course there's a TV in the lunchroom, and shows the footage of him goofing, and everybody's all like, "Ah, oh, what a loser!" Ha! And they all start chanting like a nickname. I forget what the nickname was, but they're all like chanting it. And like the girl sees him, and like she, you can't really tell if she's like laughing or if she's like pitying him. And so he like runs away back to his little hidey hole corner, and he's like, "Oh man, no one understands me." And then his dad is like, "All right, I'm sorry you had a bad day. Let's go see the the, the Oklahoma City uh, Thunder game." And he's like, "You know how to cheer me up, Dad." That's the kind of vibe you're getting from this movie. Just I want to give you that like that. That's exactly what this movie is. 
And if you're probably if you're that's wondering, the, that's the plot, right? <laughs> and if you're wondering, um, but it's got to get more creative from here, right? No, <laughs> it is the same. It is literally everything you would expect, including but not limited to a carnival scene, which of course has to happen. The scene where he joins the basketball team and destroys everybody else. The bully guy who continues to bully him despite having really no reason to bully him at this point in time. The scene where he, you know, he has to like prove his worth, so he tries out and beats like everybody on the team, which is crazy. You got the scene where he first gets his powers and he's trying it out like Spider Man, and he's like, "Oh, what, are, what else can I do?" You know, it's so good, dude. It's so good because everything you see on screen is exactly what you'd expect to see on screen. And there's some, there's some level of commitment to that, which I find very entertaining. Like, how much they commit to not doing anything unique. Right, right. It, I don't know. It's, it, it's just, you know, like I said, it's good old family fun. Um, Something to sit around the couch, sit on the couch and, and watch something with the, the fam. I don't know. Um Something to throw on, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, so, David, I gotta ask you. <laughs> I know, I know. So, yeah. I, there's a lot of things we gotta build up to here, but one I want to bring up because I know you are the connoisseur, the the, the king, the, the most the most knowledgeable there is about the performances of basketball players in movies. So I gotta ask, oh, how yeah. do you think KD did? How do you think his performance compares? to such classics as LeBron from House Party and The Rock in Skyscraper. What do you think? Okay, so... Clearly, um, Kevin Durant hasn't, hasn't really been in any uh, films or anything of the sorts um, before Thunderstruck. And you can definitely tell this is his like first rodeo. Um, he, he, I don't know. It, it it helps that he's playing himself. Like I honestly don't think he could play anyone else but himself. Because like I don't know. And like even him playing himself, it, it, it felt unbelievable in some ways. <laughs> How's that work? Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Like he I, he he seemed like someone that was trying to be Kevin Durant. Like like he like he was Kevin Durant, but like he was acting as if like he was trying to be Kevin Durant. Honestly, and like not doing not doing it the best way. No, I agree. Low key, like I now that you say that, I do kind of agree. There's like he's not not <laughs> trying. Like he's definitely trying. It's just that, like, yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like let me let me point out something. So you know, do you remember when Two uh, K came out a while ago and they had like all the basketball players record their own lines and it's like notoriously horribly mm-hmm. delivered, like everybody's just like monotone right. and depressing. Like, I think it's just like I feel like basketball players since they don't care about acting if they cared about acting like they'd actually you know be an actor so like when they're asked to hey do a role it it's not that they're not interested it's just they have absolutely nothing to base it off of so they just read the lines as you think you should do right and yeah i think like 
with Kevin exactly. Durant, like he, it's not that he wasn't trying. I'm sure he wanted to be in this, but he has absolutely no experience or thought as to what an actor would yeah. do. So he just memorized the lines and he said them. <laughs> like, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as the stuff from 2K. I just want to let that make that clear. The stuff in 2K was horrible, but it, this is better than that. But <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, he clearly has no acting experience, and and it, and it, and it shows. Um, and even though, like, he is, like, one of the main characters of this movie, it also somehow feels like he's not really in the movie all that much. Like, it, it's mostly, like, the, the kid, Brian, mm-hmm. um, who, who kind of, like, takes over the entire movie and, like, well, yes, Conrad's in it, and he is supposed to be a main character. He, I don't know, he really doesn't talk all that much. I don't know. Not, not as much as he should for a movie about him. So what you're saying is, David, is that like, Kevin Durant does not have a guangi in him. <laughs> he does not, unfortunately. <laughs> I really hope you, and I hope, I hope you got that reference. That was a reference to Smallfoot, ladies and gentlemen. Smallfoot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but yes, um, I agree with you 100%. Um, the reason I believe that Kevin Durant is not in this film much is because he is actually, for a lot of the time, he is actually being represented by his agent, played by Grover from Percy yes. Jackson. Yes, that is David, I want you to explain <laughs> to the audience why this character is the best character in the film. Um, I, I don't know, Connor. I feel like I feel like you should be explaining that over me. <laughs> well, I I was just I'll give you like a I'll give you a example rather than a explanation as to why he's the best character <laughs> because he's the guy who figures it out. I don't know what I love about his character <laughs> is because he's the he's the agent of De- Kevin Durant and he's trying to figure out why Kevin Durant is suddenly booty at the game ever since you know he met this kid. And normally how this would go is that you don't acknowledge that there's some magical force at play. But he sees that this kid from random nowhere, Oklahoma, is doing like 40 points a game. And then he sees Kevin Durant being bad. And he makes the correlation that at the halftime show that this kid went to, he shot a really bad half-court shot. And then that was the point where they swapped, you know, ability where this kid suddenly started getting really good and Kevin Durant got really bad. And logically makes the deduction that the reason this is is because this kid has the powers of a wizard and stole the power from Kevin Durant. <laughs> like, like very logically. Like, he figures it out, and, like, yes, he says, I know it sounds crazy, but he says it like it sounds crazy, like it's just, like, a crazy coincidence. Like, this is just straight up not possible. So it just makes you look like a, it makes you look like a, you're having, like, a uh, schizophrenic episode. And he, like, doubles down on it the entire movie. Like, there's a scene that me and Dave were commenting on that was so good when we watched it, where, like, he, he, pulls, the, he pulls the kid over at a party, and he's like, dude, he's like, you have all the, you stole his powers. Like, I, I know it. I figured it out. And the kid's like, oh, that sucks. Like, how the hell is he supposed to respond? It's not like he, it's not like he whipped out his wizard staff and stole the power. Like, it was just, right. he did it. It just so happened he has the ability now. So this entire scene of him approaching him and like guilt tripping him and being like, it isn't yours, you know? Like, you didn't earn this. You weren't good until you got the power. It feels like 
completely irrelevant. Like, what is this ad? Because he can't do anything about it. It's so good. It just makes him look like a nutbag. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he came to the conclusion that someone stole his powers. Like, <laughs> like why, why is that, like, a conclusion that, that anyone would draw? Right. And also, like, yes, yes, the uh, yes, the half court shot was bad, but it was also like a half court shot. Like, it's not like they're always good. Right. It's not like it's a basic thing to do. So the fact that he saw this bad half court shot and is like, "This kid is so bad at basketball," like, I, I don't know how you come to that conclusion. <laughs> He's just fucking nuts. <laughs> Which is great, and there is more instances because the rest of the movie is basically his to try to figure out how to prove that this kid has, you know has the powers of the little dudes from Space Jam. Uh, and, like, it's great because, like, they don't... The, the, the best part is that he, he gradually does convince everyone. Like, the kid kind of believes it right away because he does realize that he got these abilities out of nowhere. But Kevin Durant, I love, I love the scene where he reveals to Kevin Durant that I guess when Kevin Durant figures out that he stole the power. Because, like, it's the scene where, like, uh, they bring Kevin Durant and this kid together, and they're like, dude, this kid, he's amazing at basketball, and he only got amazing at basketball when he met you. And Kevin's like, all right, let me show you he's not actually that good. So they play him in 1v1, and, like, the kid makes two baskets. I think it was, like, two or three shots that they show on screen. Right. And then, uh, and then the, 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 the um... <laughs> the uh the guy oh no no no. also it was he does this like perfect recreation of kevin durant's like i guess iconic basketball move which i guess is just something that oklahoma city has memorized i guess and like the instant he does that the 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 agent's like you believe me now and kevin durant's like yup <laughs> like it's not even like a bit of hesitation it's the instant he sees this play it's like oh my god he stole my powers like it's so strange like, I, I love it because it's such a, like, not extraordinary... Like, yes, it looked really good, but it's it's not like that was a smoking gun or anything. Like, it's just suddenly this, like, oh my god, you're right, he stole my powers, it's all so clear now. It's so good, dude. Yeah, it's... Oh my god. Drawing these conclusions is just... It's stupid. True. Stupid. What else is iconic about this, David? Mr. Anyways. What else is iconic? Uh, I think we need to talk about Shaq in this movie. Is it the bully? No, Shaq. Oh, Shaq. I'm sorry. I said said Jack. Oh, my bad. Um, We can talk about Shaq. He's in like one scene. He's in two. He's actually in multiple. He's in whenever Charles Barkley is in. And like they're trashing Kevin Durant for being so bad. Right. I like to think that they. I like to think that they pitched the scene where like they went to them doing their their like you know post game analysis type stuff and was like, hey, can you guys just like talk about talk about as if Kevin Durant is like really bad suddenly, and like, it's very clear that everyone there is on board with it except for Charles Barkley. Like I remember, like he was the one they tasked to like start it, and like the first thing he says, it's it felt like such an awkward way to introduce the topic. And everybody else was kind of taking it okay. And suddenly, like, Charles Barkley shows up like, uh, what, what, Kevin Durant, bad, a uh, wah. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> um, but everybody else is fine. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal clearly has the most acting experience out of, um, actually probably anyone in this movie. That's true. He was in um, Kazam. 
I mean, think about it. Like, who who else? Like, well, there is there is Jim Belushi. Um, like he's in a lot, but I definitely say Shaq's the best actor in the group. <laughs> yeah, I think they, sure. they're very For hyped sure. with Jim Belushi. Like they have him in this movie. Um, I think it's Jim Belushi, right? It's not John Belushi. Um, hang on, let me let me get the movie up. Thunderstruck. I'm pretty sure it's Jim. I don't want to mess it up. Um, Thunderstruck. It's really hard to find this movie. Anyways, um, yeah, it's Jim Belushi. Uh, like he, they hype him up. Like he's on like the poster, and like every time you look up the cast, it's like Jim Belushi's third billing. But like, he's not in this movie much, and his only character trait is that he's this coach who like really wants to convince everyone he was good at basketball once. That's his only character. <laughs> like that's kind of it. <laughs> Um, what'd you say? I was saying I was laughing. Oh yeah, no, he has no, he has no character. I mean, I, I normally like, I'd normally be more offended by that, but he like plays it up so strangely that I'm like, all right, kind of just adds to the, the vibe of the movie, you know? Um, it just kind of adds to the fact that this movie feels like it's made by aliens. Um, but yeah, he's fine. Oh, uh, and Shaq is also pretty good. I like Shaq. Um. I can't wait to like watch him in like a starting role. Yeah, we got we got Kazam, we got Steel, we gotta watch still. We got a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up a couple of things before we sign off. First oh before we talk about some last couple <clears throat> questions. First and foremost, I wanna talk about the 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 the, the, the sidekick. Because I feel as though, again, they were doing their little checklist of things that are in every movie. And one of them was have a quirky sidekick. And for some reason, I guess they must have had like a bingo card. And they were like, okay, if we put down this one more cliche, we get a whole bingo thing. We get a whole row of bingo and get, I don't know, money, I guess. So on that little strip of bingo, they also included have a sidekick and make the sidekick a hacker. Which... It doesn't really add yeah, anything. Yeah. I was kind of expecting him to like hack into like they were gonna be like a scene where he's like, I can hack into the mainframe of the Oklahoma City Stadium or something, you know? Like it would be a little crazy, but what else is crazy in this movie, you know? Um, so like it would have been kind of nuts, but like they established he's a hacker, so I was like, Oh, okay, that makes sense. And then like he just doesn't do any hacking for the entire movie. No. <laughs> why why did he even mention he was a hacker? Like what was the point of He this? had like a computer I think it might have been a joke. It might have been, like, for a joke. Um, but he had, like, a computer. That was kind of it. And then, like... Yeah, no, I actually don't even remember. I really don't. They just established that he's a hacker. It's so strange. And it's also, like, the kind of hacking... It's it's not, like, the actual hacking. It's, like, the hacking where it's like, oh, I can, like, you know, take over people's computers. I don't really know. It's very, very strange. Yeah, um, it's dumb. So I wanted to highlight that one for you. And I, and I wanted to segue into the other thing I wanted to highlight is the arc like this movie's arc is him establishing this kid you know getting kevin durant's powers and when he gets his powers he like becomes like a tool to all of his friends and that's highlighted with this kid and i find it really funny because it seems like even the movie didn't want to have to deal with this emotional garbage because you know the movie doesn't know how to handle emotions it's not an actual movie so like they have the kid like be all irritated that um, that this the basketball kid, the main guy, is not giving him any attention. 
and then he just stops being in the movie <laughs> until the end. <laughs> like it's it, they really do him dirty. He shows up like there's that scene where he goes to the, where the the main kid goes to the party and doesn't invite the hacker kid. The hacker kid's like, oh, he's probably in the bathroom. That's why he hasn't called me yet. And then you don't see him again until the last couple of scenes. <laughs> it's really funny. Right. It's just like kind of just forgotten. Yeah. It's, and this is one scene. I love that they highlight during this scene. There's a scene when they bring Kevin Durant to the bat, to the high school, and it's like spending a day with Kevin Durant, and like everybody in the school is all obsessed. And then like the kid, the, the hacker buddy, tries to call call him up, and be like, "Hey, bro, what's up?" And like he ignores him because he's talking to Kevin Durant. And like they act like it's this travesty, and I'm like, dude, if if Kevin Durant was visiting your school, you'd also talk to him. Like, it's such a strange like thing to get mad at, or to, for for them to highlight as a reason for this guy to be mad. It was like, wh- what else was he supposed to do? Was he supposed to be like Kevin Durant? Let me stop for a minute and talk to my friend. Hello, friend. All right, back to Kevin Durant now. Like, I don't really get it. Um, yeah, it's it's dumb. Um, I never got your opinions on uh, who, 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 who are you taking? Uh, LeBron James and House Party, but like just the the last scene where he's playing the piano, <laughs> or or Kevin Durant's entire performance in this movie. Uh, I gotta give it to Kevin. I'm sorry. I, I as much as I want to hype up how funny that scene is in House Party, it is probably the worst <laughs> fake piano playing I've ever seen. So the winner goes to Kevin. <laughs> Kevin does not. Kevin Durant does not play piano in this. Uh, the only fun fact about this movie that I could find on Wikipedia is that Kevin Durant complained that uh, him having to pretend to miss, like you know, having to intentionally miss shots was really hard, which is really funny. Like they had to. They were trying to think about a fun fact, and the only thing they could think of was that Kevin Durant thought he was too good to be an actor. He's like, I can't do it. Oh man, I can't. I can't. I just can't stop miss. I can't stop making baskets. Oh my god. So. Thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. So let me ask you some questions, David. Um, although I should ask before we even get to those. Ask me Yeah, because I gotta ask you. Well, one, which one do you prefer of those two? Oh, um, they're all the Kevin Durant. Um, Ron James is so bad in House Party. That's easily his worst role he's ever been in. Um, Damn, worse than yeah. worse than uh, Space Jam though. Yeah. Damn, it's pretty. I feel, I feel like I feel like LeBron in um, House Party kind of an asshole. Oh, like, well, true. He did. He did have his house broken into. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense, but I don't know. He he wasn't a likable character. Like he was. Almost like the antagonist of the film. Kinda, yeah. I don't blame you for thinking that. Um, but yeah. So uh, second like, question. Why, 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 why couldn't he have been cool with it? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, if only if only <laughs> LeBron was cool with House Invasion. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I wanted to follow up with David. How would LeBron James fit into this film? Can you can you be like a can you give me like a uh, oh, your 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 fan your fan theory as to how he could improve this movie? Um. Well, I think like there there would be okay. So like at this time, LeBron was in Miami, so there like the uh, the Thunder would be playing the Miami Heat, 
and there would be another kid that um, also does the half court shot and gets LeBron's powers. And then the kid with LeBron's powers and the kid with KD's powers go against each other. And then KD and LeBron have to bond over not having the powers. That's pretty good. I, I and mean, they like play each other in the championship, but it's like, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like this kid plays like the evil form of himself because the the other kid who took LeBron's powers is really mean and like uses it for glory. Right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um. I like to, I, at my theory, I was, your idea inspired me. I think what I would do is I would have Kevin Durant, so Kevin Durant plays the Heat as a do, right? And when they get to that, like, they're playing each other, and, you know, LeBron sees that Kevin Durant's being bad, and uh, they, like, pull him aside at halftime, and he's like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you so bad? And Kevin Durant's like, oh, man, I just, I just, I don't know, I haven't been feeling it. And then it becomes like the exact same exchange that Kevin has or Kevin Durant has with the kid, where it's like hard work don't have you know hard work beats talent when talent beats hard work or something like that. I don't remember what the term is, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. LeBron says that exact thing to Kevin Durant, <laughs> and then Kevin gets LeBron's <laughs> powers, and LeBron ends up being bad, and then like <laughs> you get like and then that same you start to see like the ripple effect where like the NBA starts to like get this like huge power swap. And like everybody, every team right. gets like flip flopped all around, and like you have like Shaq being like, "What's going on? Like everything's going crazy," <laughs> you know? And like they talk right. about the NBA is bad, and then this kid like sees the Armageddon that he's brought upon the NBA, and he's like, "What have I done?" And then like he has to go <laughs> hunt down Kevin Durant and be like, "Kevin, we gotta solve this now." But Kevin's like, "Oh man, I'm King Kevin, bro. I'm King Kevin," <laughs> and he's like, "No one can stop me. I'm King Kevin." And then the guy's like, this is getting worse than I thought. I have to go all the way to the top. And so he he goes to Michael Jordan in retirement. And he's like, Michael Jordan, what do I do? I've caused chaos among the NBA industry. Um, and then, he's, and then uh, Michael Jordan's like, hmm, I've got an idea. The NBA championship, which of course is going to be between uh, the Kevin Durant-led uh, Oklahoma City, who's really good because he's got LeBron powers, and then the Miami Heat, because LeBron James has stolen uh, Steph Curry's powers. So, like, it's like mm. they've, they've, like, powered up the two teams. And Michael Jordan's like, you've got to stop him at halftime at the, at the NBA championship, right? And he's like, but you're going to need a way in. I wonder if, you, if there was some sort of hacker that could possibly help you. And that's when he has to rekindle his friendship with his hacker friend. <laughs> and they hack into the NBA championship. And, like, at halftime during that, the kid goes to LeBron and Kevin, who, of course, are feuding still. And it's like, you stole my powers. And LeBron's like, what are you talking about, bro? And all that stuff. And, or, sorry, the way around. Kevin, Kevin's mad that LeBron stole his powers. Um, and then, like, uh, and then like the kid has to be like, what? Stop, guys. Stop fighting, you know? We got to get over our differences and play good old-fashioned basketball. So what happens is that... Uh, halfway through the game Kevin Durant finally gets like humble and he's like all right I'll sit this one out so he sits on the bench and then lets the kid play in his place and the kid plays Mm. against LeBron James and LeBron's like you can never beat me kid I've got the powers of the entire NBA on my side you know and the kid's like well (laughs) I have heart and then he like dunks on LeBron (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like LeBron falls to his knees and he's like no and then like you see with the dunk <laughs> I'm sorry I'm really into this you see with the dunk like the powers of Kevin Durant come out of the basketball and then like you see like all these streams of light coming out of the basketball and they like go all around the nation going to every basketball player 
and like he cuts to Michael Jordan Dang. sitting in his penthouse and he's like sitting on a rocking chair and he sees out his window he sees like the colors streaming through the sky <laughs> he sees the colors streaming through the sky and Michael Jordan he goes not bad kid now you're like Mike <laughs> and then all the other pow- all the other players get their basketball powers back and then the game ends, and Kevin Durant wins the national, the uh, you know NBA championship. And there's explicitly a scene where, as they're leaving, Kevin Durant has the kid on his shoulders, and they're like walking down the, the tunnel together. And the kid goes, "When I grow up, I want to be just like you, Kevin." And then Kevin goes, "When I grow up, I want to be just like you, kid." And the movie ends. Yay. <laughs> you rewrote the entire movie. What if I told you? What if I told you I had been writing that all day and waiting to tell the story on the chat on the call and just been really planning it all day? I'd believe it. It was very intricate. <laughs> That's not true. I made that up on the spot, but I just thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, we live in a reality where they decided to take the safest route, so that is not what happened. In reality, they just beat up the Oklahoma City mascot, and then the powers get turned back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so David, any uh any final thoughts you wanted to address about the movie? Uh I, I do not. I feel like I feel like that story was, was was a good way to end it. Someone's gonna listen to this podcast. Someone who's gonna listen to this podcast not realizing what the movie's about and be like, is that how the movie goes? <laughs> they're gonna go watch it on their <laughs> own. And they're gonna be like, What? I thought there was King James and I thought there was like magical stealing powers. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan. Where's Michael Jordan? <laughs> Right, my movie. <laughs> um, also, I was fully expecting one last final note. I was fully expecting at some point in the movie where Kevin Durant to like try to go for a dunk and then like lightning strike him or lightning strike the building or something, but that never happened. Um, so that's a shame. Yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys checking in. Um, next time we won't be writing fan fiction about our movies we watch. We'll actually talk about the movie. <laughs> but um, check us out on Instagram. What's that smell underscore you thinking again for all the, ne- the upcoming podcast updates. Next week, I believe we got a really cool episode coming, so I'm excited for that one. Um, getting more, getting more guests onto the cast to discuss movies as we do. Uh, David, any final thoughts before we sign out? I do not. Well, I've been Connor, and this has been David, and thank you guys so much for listening to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David! What's that smell you thinking again?